Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Parenting Philosophy Podcast. Our podcast is for parents who make unconventional choices in life that lead them to holistic health, conscious parenting, progressive education, and non-traditional family structures. We're so glad you're here. Join us on this journey in leaving behind limiting belief systems while creating new ways of being that are compassionate, respectful, and fulfilling. Hello, Alicia. Hi, TNT. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Been doing some inner child work? I have. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. With your help, too. It's part of the journey. Which journey? The journey of life. The journey of the soul. Oh, life. (laughs) Oh, life. (laughs) So here's what I want to talk about today. Mm. (laughs) Holding. I should take these jingly bracelets off. Holding the vision for what you want. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad (laughs) you want to talk about this. (laughs) And I have an example. Okay. I want to give an example. Okay. Okay. So we remember that. My three-year-old started a Montessori. Yes. Okay. It's um slowly improving, very, very slowly. But I really recognize that it is still not what I want mm. and what do I what I align with as I drop him off every morning. How, and I could focus on that, right? Right. I, I could hyper-focus on what I don't want. But all of this time, and I think we're on our third or fourth week. I think we're coming up on the end of the third week. End of the third week. I know. All of this time, I'm instead focusing on what I do want. Okay. I want my kids to have great experiences in their learning communities. I want them to feel free. I want them to be able to use their creativity and self-direct. And I continue to just kind of like... hold within my body the frequency or the vibration or the feeling whatever you want to call it doesn't matter of like my kids having a really positive learning experience okay okay and when I get pictures of him interacting with um the Montessori tools and learning things and like when I see him get excited about little things here and there or you know positive behavior changes (laughs) Some of them have been challenging. He's really, really been acting out, like, against being controlled, which has been interesting. But there are also, you know, the two sides to every coin. So there have been some positive. And so I've been really, really focusing on that. And just, like, letting go of solving the problem, letting go of the process, and just saying, this is what it is now, and I'm going to be fully okay with it. And I have gratitude for what's available now. Like, I've gotten so much work done. (laughs) Okay. I'm on like a really good sleep schedule. They're on a pretty decent sleep schedule. My (laughs) three-year-old never napped. So now he's napping and now he's not going to sleep at nighttime. Oh, interesting. Which is challenging. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that. Anyway, all that to say, it was so fascinating and affirming to me when my older son's school had an abrupt shift in management and decided to start taking three-year-olds. Aww. And so the vibration that I was holding on to for my three-year-old to be able to have this amazing self-directed experience without any effort on my part whatsoever 
just came to fruition. It is available to him now. Just like that. And so that's kind of like, and I know you maybe have some thoughts around. Can I just say how magical you are? (laughs) No. Yes. I'll take it. Thank you. It's just, it's like magic. It's like little pings of magic all around you. It feels like magic. Okay. But I'll say everyone is magic. Yes. And the things that you don't like about your reality, you're magically creating that too. Okay. Keep going. And so I just choose to focus on like the things that I really like, the things that are really exciting to me. And that's what I talk about, and that's what I uh, bring my attention to, rather than the things that I don't want. Can I tell you a really quick secret? Yep. I literally had that thought this morning. You did? Yes. We're, we're just... I'm not even joking. There's like little I, 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 wavelengths going between yes, our brains. you must have sent that to me, because this morning I woke up and I said, I'm going to focus on the people that bring me joy and literally literally had that thought this morning. Ooh, I'm one of those people. I bet clearly I am here. (laughs) You are absolutely, you are one of my people for sure. One of my people. Thank you. Okay. So go back. So I just figured this would, might be an interesting topic for us to discuss focusing on things wanted rather than unwanted. And it really benefits in the parenting sphere. I'll throw that out there. When I first became a parent to my stepdaughter, so before I had birthed any children and I was like kind of thrown into it with a six-year-old, I I think I read something. I don't remember if I read something or listened to something, but something like stood out to me to say, focus on the things you love about your child, not the things that you don't. Right. And so as far as my stepdaughter is concerned, like, she believes that I believe that she hung the moon. Like, I pretty much never had anything negative to say about her. I always focused on, and I would, and I would tell this to other adults too. I would tell her dad and any teacher that would listen to me and whoever. I'm like, what? This is the most amazing person you've ever met. Are you kidding me? Look at, she did this and she does that. And of course she's tired. That's a really long day. Why wouldn't she be tired? Mm. And I really appreciate how she does this. And maybe she doesn't do that well, but she's really learning and trying. Look at how she tries. Look at how she shows up. And I've always done that with her (laughs) because I felt like I had to be really like aware and present for this relationship because it wasn't biological. Right. And sometimes I wonder, like, did I take my biological relationships <laughs> for uh, granted? Cause I see me and those kids yeah. more often and I get triggered by myself and it's hard. It's hard for us to see the great things in ourselves too. Oh my gosh. And oh. I know that you do a really great job of that. Of what? With your kids. Like recognizing their strengths. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I don't know that I do a great job. Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying I do a great job. I, I mean, I'm having struggles myself right now. Um, someone called me the other day self-deprecating. Wow. <laughs> That's. I mean, it was a friend. It was still. <laughs> what? Tell me. Those fighting words. Are they? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, that's a what? That's like a potent statement, uh, I guess. Yeah. Like I really feel that. Yeah. And I don't experience that with you. Oh well, thank you. I didn't believe them. Oh, good. I I just laughed. We laughed about it. Um, I can see why they think that, though. There are times where I really question things. Really have lots of thoughts, and I really I I. <laughs> I think I said something like, um, now that my, my ego has lost momentum. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Now that my ego has lost momentum, thank you for letting me feel things. And I, and that's when they were like, well, you're self-deprecating. And I was like, what? Um, but I, I, we've, I know I've said this before when it comes to kids that I just, something about them, I just get 
and I can really hold space for them most of the time only because something major happened the other day with my el- my nine year almost nine year old yeah he got a he got a little physical with a friend and I shouldn't say a little physical I feel like I'm downplaying it um, he got physical with a friend a younger one too a three-year-old and it's just so unlike him and so mm. I really struggled with it and see so I have these things too things come up for me too is my point and I um yes holding space for the kids and I just really struggle doing it with adults really yeah we know this I don't think so. I I think maybe inside of your head you do. Yeah, but I know this inside of my head. Outwardly, you don't really. So much. Maybe occasionally. Then I must put on a good show, and I don't even mean to do that. Yeah, people love you. Mm. I love people. Exactly. That shows. That's my point. (laughs) It's authentic. Okay. But here's the question I have about kits. Okay. So how do you hold that space and that vision for, you know, the best in them without validating them? Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. Oh, are you already thinking about that? No. Uh, well, no. I. Uh, oh, this is. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know this was coming, guys. <laughs> Surprise. So I had. I had been on information overload that I just stopped. I stopped reading. I stopped listening. I stopped doing all the things into which we think that we gain knowledge. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then I was reading my kids a book on the Kindle last night and an old book that I had, I had saved to the Kindle popped up. Like, you know, they just pop up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to read this just for a few minutes before bed. I'm telling you, I hadn't picked up anything in a minute. And it literally is the validation of emotions. Hmm. I can't even remember what the book is called. <laughs> Perfect. But, but the, the, I'll find it. The concept, not the concept, whatever, the premise of the book is validating emotions to do it or not to do it to do it the importance the the doing it without judgment and shame Hmm. and so you're what was your question again (laughs) (laughs) i said how do you hold the the vision for like the best version of your kids without that feeling like without validating them or without them feeling like they need to get your validation. Okay. That's so I think that's it though. I I I validate their emotions but not their actions. Right. Got it. And in validating their emotions because they can feel seen and heard by someone and someone that they have a bond with, right? Me. Um, it it inevitably holds space for them to be just who they are mm. with without shame and judgment. They get to be them. So, for example, I might say to my kids, I see that you're feeling really frustrated. Okay. Is that validating an emotion? Or would validating yes. be, it's okay to feel frustrated? So I would, I first start with like my observation. Sounds to me like you're, you're feeling frustrated. And here's the really cool thing. If you're wrong, they'll let you know. (laughs) Totally. They will totally. No, I'm angry or mad, right? Whatever word, whatever vocabulary they have to this point or whatever, they will let you know if you're wrong. Um, So don't worry about being wrong because they will tell you. Um, And then, and a lot of times that's sometimes that's all it takes and it will just open the floodgates for them. Like they will just start pouring out their soul and just telling you all the things. So the observation itself is validating. Oh yes. That's where I was going with. Yeah. 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 So the, yes, 
the observation is... <laughs> did you, you did a whole hand motion? Like, I had to grab it back. Like, yeah, it that? was like out in the air. It was kind of floating near my head and you just reached out and you... Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> it is fascinating. I make observations too. <laughs> you, just val- you are validating how I like process information and get it back out. Side note, this is one of my favorite things about being a coach. I make all of my clients talk, not all, I don't make anybody do anything. Most, the majority of my clients, I request Zoom calls. I do have clients that want to do phone call and that is just fine. But I request Zoom calls because I observe their body language. And when I reflect it back to them and they're like, oh my gosh, it just like blows your mind because you don't see yourself i i didn't know that i did that just you so did you, I, yeah <laughs> after you after you told me i i remembered having that motion but yeah okay fascinating do we remember what you just reached out and grabbed yes okay the how the validation of or um the observation is validation like sometimes that's enough validation sometimes being seen and heard right got it that sometimes that's enough if you need to keep going, you will know because the kid will keep going. They'll keep they'll keep talking, right? <laughs> and you'll just you'll keep stating back what you're hearing or what you're observing, um, without again without judgment or shame and without any expected outcome. Like sometimes there's no problem to solve. Sometimes they just need to have the feelings and emotions. Right. Right. And, and so, so many times as parents, we think it's our job yes. to make kids feel better. Yes, we do because we want to protect them and we want to keep them happy and safe. And I get it. We want to do that. I felt so good when my friend gave me permission to not. So, so we were talking about my, my oldest and his like attention seeking behaviors. Like he'll get really activated and he'll, you know, he'll, he'll start doing weird stuff. Okay. When he's not getting enough attention. And it didn't click for me right away. And so I was talking with my friend about this. And um, she was like, yeah, I mean, for sure that's attention-seeking behavior. But don't put it on yourself to be the only person that can give him that mm-hmm. attention. Right. Like, you can acknowledge that he needs attention. Right. And then you can you can use additional resources. Exactly. You don't have to blame yourself or be the person. Mm-hmm. To give him all the attention, you have to, you, at this age, particularly seven, you have to create ways for him to, to self-sustain and not constantly be reliant on you for pretty much all of the things, right? The whole hierarchy of needs. Well, it's the idea of the the village and the community. Like how yesterday, (laughs) 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 yesterday, (laughs) I almost lost all of my ish she I almost lost all of my mind um so and I I I try so hard to learn my lesson from this but I never do (laughs) but like I feel like when the kids are otherwise engaged I can go back to work and so because I pick them up from from school like relatively early three-ish and I can go back to work for a little bit until dinner time because I've broken up my day and I've I've gone and, and and picked them up and I should not do that because they do things when I'm not looking. (laughs) So my three-year-old decided he needed chocolate milk. And how adorable, right? That he feels like he knows how to make it. Yeah. So he gets, I don't, I don't even know how he gets all of the stuff. He's not very tall, but he get and I don't, he gets this bottle. I don't know how he opens the bottle. Like it's a twist top bottle. He gets a bottle. He gets the chocolate syrup out. Like he gets the milk out. And he like gets, climbs himself up on a bar stool. He's got all his tools and he starts like making his own chocolate milk. So cute. And I come out and I'm like, oh, you made chocolate milk. He's like, yep. And I'm like, wow, do you want to mix it? And he's like, nope. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Next time you want chocolate milk, we have it right here already in a container, fully made. We don't need to use the chocolate syrup. You can just drink the chocolate milk that's right here in the fridge next to the other stuff that you just picked up. He's like, okay. And I was like, okay, cute, right? So I go back to work. And I come back out, and he has taken all the tools back out. 
and he's taken the chocolate syrup. I guess it wasn't chocolatey enough, but he took the chocolate syrup and he poured the whole thing, the whole thing <laughs> into the bottle that of chocolate milk. So I look at the bottle and I see it's like 60% black. And I'm like, oh my God, you! I just bought this. You poured the whole thing in. There's a reason I put it back in the fridge. You had enough chocolate. And if you want chocolate milk, it's right here. <laughs> I'm like, the first time I was calm. You the second it. time I said all the same words, but like was so much more behind. <laughs> and I'm looking at it like I'm like holding my head. I'm like, you just poured the whole thing. And like in my right mind, right? Like, I don't care. It's $5. I'll just go buy another chocolate syrup. Right. Funny experiment. But like. I guess because I was trying to work and I was distracted and, you know, like I, we had had a conversation and it just didn't go anywhere. And I came back and it, I was like, you poured the whole thing. <laughs> and so, like, I think he really wanted me to be proud of him in that moment. And so he was very offended. Oh. And I was like, oh, God. oh, I'm just trying to work. <laughs> and so, like, I stormed back into my office and I sit down and I'm like, to do with these children <laughs> what am i doing I'm so, I'm so stressed out all of a sudden and i know i shouldn't be stressed out about this little five dollar bottle of chocolate syrup but i'm mm. really having a lot of feelings about this <laughs> right and so i've recently developed this tool for myself that like if i'm feeling really stressed i go and i run i go run a mile <laughs> right <laughs> you just run out the door and make sure no. you like no, but I, like I, I mentally make space for it. Like that is what's going to happen. This is building up in my body, oh. and I'm going to run a mile. And I knew that their dad was home, so I was like, oh, well, I have a little bit of time before I have to take my oldest to jujitsu. Like 20 minutes, I can run a mile. Yeah, I can run a mile in 10 minutes. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I can run a mile. I can like blow off some steam because there's something in me that's really activated over this like minor indiscretion, right? So I text their dad. I'm like, hey, and you know, it's. That's another reason to be grateful that he's just on the hall. Yes. There are some downsides, but mostly upsides. And I'm like, hey, can they just come over for 20 minutes? And I'll, I'll come back and get them, you know, before jujitsu. And he's like, yeah, of course. And I was like, great. You know, so I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good again. Like, I still feel that this is present in my body, but I have a solution. <laughs> and I come back out and I see the chocolate milk and I roll my eyes, whatever, right? I don't see my three-year-old anywhere. And I'm, so I go, like, get my shoes on and I'm like, boys, you're going to go to dad's. And then I was like, boys? And my three-year-old has locked himself in the bedroom. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I go jiggle the handle. Jiggle it. And I'm like, are you in there? And he's like, yeah. Did you lock the door? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Well, unlock it. I can't. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. I just want to go for a run. And now you're locked in the bedroom. And my whole thing of chocolate milk is on the counter. So I go get the screwdriver and like, I'm already activated. I'm getting more activated. And they're like, why did you lock the door? And why can't you unlock the door? Can you just unlock it, please? Because like this, it's like, I don't have a tool set. I have one <laughs> screwdriver and it's just small enough to not. Oh like my to God. you know how like oh, when you're stripping something like mm -hmm. it 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 almost does but then it strips fast right and I keep turning and I'm like this is not unlocking and I keep trying and I'm like already frustrated and so I can't like really focus on it or do the right and I go get a bobby pin and I'm like and um my seven year old is like all up in my space he's like I'm gonna call the police I'm like don't oh. call the police <laughs> he's like well I'm gonna call um you know my well, he, he says by her name, but he says he's going to call my stepdaughter. She knows how to unlock doors with Bobby Pins. I'm going to call her. I was like, don't call anybody. I got this. Oh. Just need a second. And I'm like banging on the door to my three-year-old. He's Are got you? solutions. I was like, can, can you unlock it? Are you sure you can't just turn it? Kind of like how you did when you locked it. Just the other way. And he's like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. So I have to call their dad. I'm like, I'm really frustrated. And he's locked himself in the bedroom, and I can't unlock it, and maybe bring a bigger screwdriver. Can you please help? And he's like, yeah, of course, I'll be right there. And I'm like, another pro to having <laughs> dad right down the hall. And he came, and he used the screwdriver that didn't the work for me <laughs> to unlock it. I'm like, okay, everyone leave now. I'm going to the gym, 
and I'm going to run. <laughs> and I did. And I felt so much better. And now I don't remember why I started that story. Well, we're talking about validation, validating emotions. So I validated my own emotions. Oh, that's okay. And that, I, I really feel like my seven-year-old in particular learns a lot more from that mm-hmm. than me validating his emotions. Sometimes me validating uh-huh. his emotions frustrates him. Uh, he's oh, a person that like needs space. That's a good point. Yes. Keep going. He's a person that needs space. But also, he doesn't want to talk it out. He doesn't want to hug it out. Like he just, he gets more and more activated the more attention you give. Right. Yes. In moments like that, he doesn't want attention paid to him. But when he observes me getting frustrated and I like slam my fist down and I say, I am feeling really frustrated. Yes. He learns so much and he models what I do. So I guess all that to say, there are multiple ways. Absolutely. Of validating emotions. And we have to give ourselves the same grace. Yes, yes, and yes. 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 That's a very good point. Modeling how you yourself handle your emotions. They're totally watching us all the time. They They, are. They watch what we do. And do we lose our cool? Absolutely. I lost my cool yesterday. (laughs) While I was also trying to validate my son's emotions. Exactly. I've had to publicly confess multiple times over the past two weeks. Sometimes I get angry. Sometimes I yell at my kids. I really understand that I know better, but I am still human. Yeah. And that's okay. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's right. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm practicing. I'm practicing. I am practicing every day, day, all the time. And... I might be traumatizing them, but I have the resources <laughs> to send them to therapy as soon as they need it. I literally called, I called the mom of the friend who it was. And I was like, I think I just traumatized your children <laughs> because they, they saw me, they saw me react, which is rare. And, and it, it was, it was an interesting thing. And the cool thing is, is I got to have a conversation with all the kids and ta- and I was able to say, I, I was fresh. I was feeling frustrated and I didn't have access to all of my tools mm-hmm. from the emotions I was feeling. And that's what happened. And I apologized for making them feel unsafe or uncomfortable and that I'm still learning and still practicing. And I think that's and- a really important point that you've brought up before is like loop back around Mm. come back and apologize come back and like clarify to them come back and tell them like this is what was happening Mm -hmm. instead of just leaving it yeah because that's what that's why I had to like keep telling everyone like sometimes I yell too because (laughs) someone in my son's learning community apparently used a stern voice with Mm -hmm. him And it made him uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And he brought it up to me very adamantly. And I was super proud in that moment. Right. right? That like he's able to ask for support when he needs it and like really say what he needs. I was like, that is the greatest. And give grace to that person to say like, yeah, I lose my cool too. Mm -hmm. However, in this environment. Right. It's making the learners uncomfortable. Right. And so something else has to happen. And I, I really know because I just know how he is. If that person had come back and said, I made a mistake, I didn't have access to all of my tools, mm-hmm. I'm really learning, I'm so sorry, any of that, he would have been like, he just would have shrugged and walked away, but like it would have, it would have integrated for him. It would have meant yeah. something to him. Yeah. But because that interaction wasn't resolved, he didn't feel safe moving forward, knowing that that wouldn't happen again, right. or at least if it did happen again, that it wouldn't be left without a resolution. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, yeah, I had to go tell everybody, like, no, I really hear him because it's not like we live in a household where I never yell. Yeah. It's not that he's never heard yelling before. It's just that the way that this was handled made him uncomfortable. And I just have to say something because he told me I had to say something. (laughs) He was like, I'm not going back tomorrow unless you say something. I was like, wow, that is a strong stance. He's like, and I'm serious. And I was like, okay. And I will take you seriously. And I'm taking you seriously. he deserves the right to feel safe. Exactly. And I followed up with him multiple times. I said, hey, because he was actually like bugging me. And I was because I was on my phone. He's like, why are you on your phone? I'm like, I am sending the email that you asked me to send. Mm. And I have to be really conscious of the words that I'm using mm. because people are, are having emotions about, you know, what happened. And people are feeling the need to defend themselves. And people, you know, I really want to honor how everyone's feeling in this process. And so I'm really having to think about the right things to say. Oh, beautiful. I sent the email hey, I talked to the person you wanted me to talk to last night. I did this, right? This is what's going to happen moving forward. He's like, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. I, but it really, it started with him. Um, and it took me a minute to give myself credit to say, well, it also started with me because I created a safe space yeah. for him. Yeah. And, and I, we've talked, you've mentioned this before. This is something I learned from you, but um, having access to his internal compass. Yeah. Like he, he really knew that that was not what he wanted. Right. Well, and I I think the main part about it that he didn't like was not, it's not the yelling. It was that an additional consequence was mm -hmm. given to him based on someone else's action. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, when you're in sports and someone isn't performing and the coach is like, all right, everybody's got to run 20 laps. Yeah. That is not how my son's brain works. (laughs) No way. And so someone wasn't doing what they were asked to do. He was, but he was defending that person. And then the adult was like, oh, you want to be like that? All right, you both have to do more. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. No, that's not what I agreed to. Right. It's really important that people honor their agreements right. with me. But that's something we talk about all the time, too. And I don't like rewards and punishments. Yeah. In general, I like to keep the intrinsic motivation as much as I possibly can while honoring that I grew up in a system of rewards and punishments. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just pops up in my head randomly. I'm like, why did I say that? Yeah. Why did I do that? Um, But I guess I err toward the side of not doing it often enough to where he's like, no, I I don't work that way. Right. And he makes really solid points to adults. And I'm (laughs) really proud of that too. Like, why would I do that? Why would you ask me to do that? That's unrelated. Like, dang genius kid that's so great and because he's had the environment where he has been able to do that he was cussing in front of his dad his dad's like stop stop saying that word he's like why dad words are words (laughs) he's like no not all words are the same and he's like how not (laughs) it sounds exactly like me how not who cares Okay, so I had briefly mentioned intrinsic motivation in one of my stories, and I wanted to take a second to expand upon that thought. Because I think it's fascinating. Yes. What do you have? Okay. I believe that we are born with an internal motivating compass. So for me, growing up, I, I didn't know I had access to my internal. No idea. Maybe, I think I've talked about this. Maybe it was um, when I became, when I got pregnant and all of a sudden, like I had this intuition and this strong drive to um, protect and, and provide a safe environment. Yeah, so maybe that was it. I don't know. What I do know is that my kids have one. <laughs> And that they have access to it and that it can be their guiding star Mm -hmm. and they don't need that outside validation. Right. And that's beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's amazing. And I think they got it. Well, one, uh, because it was safe for them to to have access to it and it was safe for them to say the things that they were feeling it's safe for them to 
um, even, even behave in certain ways, Mm -hmm. right? Um, behavior that we might think is, um, attention seeking or bad. Um, it's safe for them to behave in certain ways because I know that they are still learning how to use their tools in processing their emotions and their feelings and in naming their emotions and their feelings and feeling safe for having their emotions and their feelings. And safe to practice. And safe to practice. And so I think for me and for them, it came through giving them opportunities to take risks. Hmm. Um, Let's see, what else? I've I've thought about this before. Um, uh, Through having conflict with other people. Mm. Uh, even with me, like having conflict with me. We don't always agree and that's okay. Um, being able to feel lows and highs without judgment. So even when like my kids are super happy, super excited, I don't have to be super excited with them. They're allowed to just be super excited because they're super excited. Mm-hmm. Um well, and not judging it or naming it. Like, oh, yes. you're so hyper. Right. Yes. Uh, what's another one? That just made me think of something. What's another one that um, hyper? You might have ADD. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. That's a whole other thing. You have, so, you have too much energy. Yes. Yes. Things like that. Too much energy. Yes. Calm down. Yes. If I'm too much, go find less. Is that a song? Did you just make that up? It's on It's on TikTok. Like, it just as a statement, if I'm too much, go find less. Oh. In your mind. Because See? I am me, and that's okay. I am me, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Allowing that to be safe for them. I've become actually really protective of my kids' intrinsic motivation. Like, I see it as such a rarity yes. these days. That when I see someone, like, creating patterns of validation in my kids that might mess up their ability to be intrinsically motivated or use their own guidance, I, I kind of flip out a little. <laughs> my, my kid's dad started taking my oldest to Kumon. So he's, like, quasi-learning community, a little bit of homeschool, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. He's a fast learner, and he's multi-passionate. And so we've... We're providing a lot of different resources to him at once to, to let him do whatever feels good. And he was like, but his dad was like, I took him to Kumon and the teacher was so nice to him. He kept, they kept telling him, good job and you're doing so good and I'm so proud of you and look how smart you are. And I was like, tell them to stop. <laughs> He's like, what? And I was like, tell them to stop it right now. Do not let them do that. That's terrible. And he's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, intrinsic motivation, obviously. He's like, I don't agree with you on that. I was like, it doesn't matter. I have been cultivating this little plant. Oh, my God. For a very long time. And I am not going to let you throw it away. <laughs> Just like that. Affirm his work. Okay? Don't, don't go and tell him good job. Don't let them do that. They should know better. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's it's in uh, everything we do. Well, he's like, yeah, they're giving him rewards and he gets a certain thing when he does that. I'm like, no, don't let them do that. Mm -hmm. He he self-directed himself into that environment. Mm. That wasn't us. He wanted to learn to read. He asked for support and Mm. resources that were not me, apparently. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And we provided them. And so he doesn't have to be rewarded because he wants to be there already. Oh, my gosh. That is so perfectly said. Say that one more time. He doesn't have to be rewarded because he already wants to be there. Mm -hmm. He's self-directed into it. But when he shows up there and this whole new system and dynamic gets into place, then we're we're literally like tearing down Mm -hmm. step by step. All of the intrinsic motivation that got him there in the That's first place. Right. Yes. But they're so used to parents bringing their kids because their kids are not meeting a benchmark mm-hmm. or failing in a certain way that is, you know, determined by society that they have to make kids feel good again. 
that's not my kid. Don't tell him good job. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, my kid's dad. Oh, my gosh. He, I wonder. He, like, it's, it's like a balance between admiration and, like, he thinks I'm completely nuts. But I'm like, <laughs> I know what I know. Okay? I am very sure on this. I'm very sure. Do not take away his intrinsic motivation. This is I've been working on this for a very long time. <laughs> and he's clearly got it. Yeah. Because he can state very clearly. I mean, he, and it is a joy to see, right? Like, he does jujitsu. He's learning kung fu. He's all, He also, like, the other day made a crystal grid. Not even knowing that that's a thing. You, pro- you might not know what that is I either. I don't but, know. Like, you just use crystals and you lay, in, you lay them out in a symmetrical pattern, uh. right? You lay them out in some kind of pattern that has some kind of symmetry to it. And it's just, it's like a practice. It's an intentional practice. It's a bit of a meditation. Okay. He didn't know it was a thing. He didn't even know it existed, and he just did it. Mm. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, look, you made a crystal grid. And he's like, what? I was like, oh, I haven't talked to you about crystal grids. He's like, no. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. People lay out crystals, you know, in a symmetrical pattern huh. as a form of, like, meditation and setting intentions. Like, they'll use the crystals that mean something to them in that moment. He's like, oh, right? And then he's, like, excited about it, right? Like, he made it a whole thing. Like, he's, like, displaying it on the counter. We are, he's so excited about so many things that we have run out of counter space. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to display it on the bathroom counter because that was one of the last Aww. remaining open spaces. Every, every surface in his bedroom. We're having to put shelves on the wall <laughs> because we have two, you know, reptile tanks and four praying mantises and a bunch of books and a bunch of seashells and stones and knickknacks and all these things he gets really excited about. But he he displayed, he proudly displayed his crystal grid and it was really cool. He just gets into things and it's self-directed and I don't ever have to force him to do anything and I don't ever have to make up any stories around why you should be, Mm -hmm. who you should be. Right. He goes to jujitsu because he wants to. Mm. And, oh, I was so proud the other day. Also, I went to pick him up from his learning community. And I was like, hey, we've got to go home and get ready for jujitsu because he, he wanted to stay late. And I was like, everyone else is leaving and, and we actually have to go get ready to go to your class. And he's like, mom, I played a lot today and I played a lot outside and I'm feeling really tired. And I'd like to have some time at home to, like, maybe watch TV and relax a little bit mm. and not go to jujitsu. And I was like, wow, I really hear that. Like, he articulated it just like that. Dang. Blew my mind. And I was like, I really hear that. But we've made a commitment. <laughs> so can we come to some kind of compromise or agreement? Because he likes it so much he does two consecutive classes. He does back-to-back two hours. Oh, my Three gosh. times a week. And I said, can we come to a compromise where maybe you have a little more time at home and you skip the first class, but you still go to the second class and continue to practice and keep up your momentum? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> um, I might consider this. Yeah, he said, maybe. L- let said, me check okay. my internal compass. Exactly. I said, okay. And we went home and he rested and I was like, it's time to go to jujitsu. And he said, okay. Mm. And he went. Um, with his dad. So it's cool. It's, re- so I mean, cute. it's just, well, like you said, amazing. It, it, a second ago, it's rewarding in and of itself. Right. There's no need for any outside reward, any outside punishment, even any outside validation, any outside affirmation because it's, it's within. I mean, sports in themselves have that built in and I'm working through that and I'm trying to continue to remind him that it's okay to practice a sport just for the fun of it Mm. you don't have to reach a certain level of belt or you know win a tournament to recognize Mm. how much you enjoy this Mm -hmm. um so that's that's our current practice since he did self-direct into it is what he really wanted to do but you know how i am and i'm like watching the instructors and like they're like asking rhetorical questions and the, there's only one right answer and you know ha- <laughs> having you work up to these belts and all i'm like mm, okay i'm not gonna talk 
<laughs> I'm just going to observe. I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to be present for any feedback with my kid. That's right. Amazing. Because you have that intrinsic motivation yourself. Yeah. Well, as you were talking about it, like when you were saying I didn't really recognize my intuition until I was pregnant, I was thinking to myself, like, what, did I have my guidance? And I think so much of my childhood, I felt like I only had me and I really had to look out for myself. Mm. And so I really knew what I wanted and what I liked. And I allowed myself to be guided toward the things that felt good to me, that the hobbies and interests that I had. Um, but it was a long practice to be able to trust my like intuition mm. about interactions with people. Because I was so independent and so sure of myself. And what I knew that I wanted, I couldn't really trust myself when I was interacting with anyone. You couldn't trust yourself to what, though? To honor my own intuition and to honor how I felt. Like, same thing with intrinsic motivation, right? Like, if I'm by myself, I get it. I know that I love art, for example. But if I go into a classroom and the art teacher is telling me, like, well... You might love it, but you're not very good at it. Then I start to question, is this meant for me? Am I, should I do this? Oh. Maybe I'm not an artist at all. Because the society in the world is telling me, like, well, mm-hmm. you may think you know, yeah. but you actually don't have any talent. So maybe mm. you should make a new choice. Damn. I know. So it took me a long time to say, like, no, that's not true. I just need some practice. Or I just need to let this be a hobby. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't have to make it a job. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to fit into what other people think art is. That's what I was thinking just now. Fit in. Right. Right. We, we I think systems are created for, for us to fit in mm-hmm. to a, a certain mold. To be and, predictable and make mm-hmm. other people feel safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just something so beautiful in it's because it almost sounds kind of selfish to like have your intrinsic motivation but there's something beautiful in the intrinsic that it uh, that it radiates like it's not just for yourself it it's for it's for the people around you too it like radiates empowerment. Yeah. And a certain like vibe and energy. Right. I've, I have had people tell me in recent years, like the things that I've done at my age, right? The things that I've been through and how I still show up with vulnerability, like lets them show up in, in different mm-hmm. ways than they would have had they not seen an example of that. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that is the best compliment <laughs> ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That means a lot, right? Because I'm like I'm just following my own compass. Yeah. Like nobody w- could teach me how to feel about being cheated on, for example. Mm. There's a lot of places you can go in your brain and in your life after something like that. But for me to like say, yeah, that happened, and I still have a choice allows other people to say, yeah, bad things can happen and I can still have a choice. Yeah. So, and hopefully, you know, to my little, my little people, one day they'll be inspired by me. <laughs> they already are. Yeah. You and your that crystal grid. I know, right? That's true. They, <laughs> yes. My oldest copies so much of what I do and it's the cutest. The cutest. Literally, we went to Sonic after, after school. Or, no, I offered Sonic after school because it's literally across the street. And, you know, it's like a little treat, but it's not for me. I don't eat that. Right. And so I was like, you guys want to go to Sonic? Like, get a treat? And my seven-year-old was like, if we go, are you going to eat anything? Like he's, he's, like, so done with me. I was like, I'm not. No, that's not the kind of food that I like. And he's like, then I'm not. And I was like, but it, it, it is what you like. You like it. And he's like, no. I'm, if you're not eating it, I'm not eating. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's your choice. It's just not the kind of food that I like. And he's like, no, let's not go. I don't want to go. I was like, okay. Well, that was easy. And then my three-year-old's like, I want m M&M. 
<laughs> I want M&M ice cream. Okay. Oh, well, that's just such a telltale sign of, like, just the stages of life and the stages of development. Mm-hmm. It is. Because, would you know, at one point your eldest was that young. and Well, and the interesting thing is he's not asking me to make the decision for him. That's right, yeah. He's modeling, which is completely different. So cute. Cool stuff. Kids are so great. Good talk. So much to learn from them. Really? If we Truly. Ju- you were telling a story earlier, and I was thinking just how he, he just has all the solutions. Like, he had so many solutions for the problem. He did. And, and I was so frustrated. I was like, stop <laughs> giving me solutions. But that's... Stop mansplaining me. <laughs> I, I think it's because they're so much more connected than we are as adults because we've gone through conditioning and you know the systems and all the things that uh, when they're young, when they're at this younger age they're they're so much more connected and it's easy to come to solutions for them it's they're, they're just they're closer to the toolbox for certain for certain things yeah right? and it's just cool it is really cool because cool. I was triggered and he wasn't and he was like real clear and I was like so lost and so done so yeah it's great that he wanted to offer support I was not having it in that moment but he tried it's okay it's okay it happens so now that we know we can what do we know well now I know that we can validate Emotions. emotions yep Without validating the behavior or even agreeing with it, you can still validate somebody's emotions, mm-hmm. name the emotions, give space for the emotions, hold space for the emotions, and let them be. Let them feel. Yes. Good job. Good job. <laughs> you good job. Pun intended. You, oh my gosh. You didn't see what I did there? Yeah, I do now. <laughs> it took me a second. You don't need my validation, okay? Sometimes I do. Really? Yep. I'm a human. I'm, I'm like, human. And I'm still, like, I, I gained access to my internal compass at 30. Oof. Right? There's still a whole lot of D or what what do we call it? Rewiring. Rewiring. Yeah. Okay, bye. I'm gonna go rewire. Have fun with that. We really appreciate your support of this podcast. Hit the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. And your feedback is important to us. Leave us a review or tag us on Instagram by using the handle at parentingphilosophy.